Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Heavyweights Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nick Klein, and joining me as always is Dustin Urban. I know we try to shoot for Tuesday releases. Some stuff came up this this week. Basically, Urban couldn't stay awake, so he ruined the entire week. Yeah, that's but, it. Yeah, well, the only good thing about doing this on a Wednesday in the offseason, normally, like the regular season, we're going to have to come out with these every Tuesday just because of the games. You have such a short turnaround. But we actually have some more news to cover this week, and we'll just jump into it. The NFLPA has been, you know, trying to get into negotiations with the NFL over and over again with how they are going to test for COVID. And you know what? Something has to work out because hockey's back, baseball's back, basketball's back. Exhibition game started this week for the NBA tonight. Or tonight is for the NBA. Yeah. This week was MLB. Hockey's only had two players test positive out of their 300. The NFL officially has only had 42. Their original statement of 95 was actually including personnel. They're going to have to be tested. Every single player will be tested. They're going to be testing almost every single day. They'll at least be at training camp in their own bubble because the NBA situation is completely perfect down in Orlando. Right. They haven't had anybody test positive down there. They're not going to. They just have like four blocks. Have you seen any of the pictures? It's it's like a mini resort down there. You've seen that girl on Twitter that was saying that she got invited to the bubble by one of the players, one of those sidey pieces. but. Some other measures that are coming out, though, training camp sizes will not be 90 players. They're going to be 80 going forward. There will be no preseason games. Now, look, that doesn't make the end of the world. I know players will be happy with that. NFL fans could care less. It virtually basically matters to those last 10 players that almost made the team. But if you're playing in the fourth quarter and the fourth week of the third week of the season in the fourth quarter, you're not making that team. That is your audition tape for the other 31 NFL teams. Right. The NFL is going to have to figure out some system to where do you do inter-squad scrimmages, not inter-squad, but same-side scrimmages, record it, and send it off. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do there. I'm interested to see if they maybe leave the roster size you know, bigger for you know the first couple weeks or something. I don't know if they will. I'm just saying that would be a good way to combat this. But I'm also worried about you know injuries. Uh, a lot of People use, you know, I know some players don't play in the preseason, but a lot of guys get use that as their ramp up. I know they do training camp and all that stuff. They can do the, but, essentially the same thing. Within but the last time teams. that they didn't play preseason, and you know this, they had a fucking the biggest injury season with with they knees and Achilles tendon. There was injuries. a shortened training camp. You can still do training camp. You can add more practices in this way. I'm not as concerned as you would be. That's the 2011 season. I'm not as concerned then as I am now just because there's still going to be a full training camp. I get they've been working out. I'm not too – because the preseason, you can say some guys do. Most of them don't, and it's hard enough to make it through 16 games this year anyway. I think 95% of players will be okay. You're going to have some that are older in their careers, but they just use that preseason anyway to do a couple reps, you know, in that second or third game. So I'm not too concerned. I'd be more concerned if they're going to limit contact during camp and practices. I believe that they – I would bet that they are. That's why the defense will, you know, prevail at the early start of this season because another thing, too, is the last thing that the NFLPA updated was 
symptoms have to be gone for at least 24 hours from 72, which is a little strange, but they'll have testing readily available every single day, temperature checks and everything else. So this is obviously an ongoing situation. We know that the NFL is still going to start in some capacity. College football is still going to be up in the air. But yeah, the NFL will be starting. The NFL will be starting. The NFL's already announced that they are not allowing any game, or if fans are allowed at any point this entire season, you will have to wear a face mask. I know a lot of states are going back to those mandates. And then the last thing I think is they approved about ten teams of their pro action plans going forward. So the Ravens, who want to limit, I think what was it, twenty five percent capacity, is right. what the or for, no more than fourteen thousand, which I think is about that. The NFL's accepted that. So there will be some fans in some cities. Obviously, you have the Eagles and other cities that have elected not to do it for the entire season. NFL will be fine. I know they make a lot of money from those games, but their money mostly is in the TV contracts. If I can't have a beer at a game, I'd rather just sit at home and, and watch it anyways, to be it, fair. I mean, you're saving 12 bucks right there. But right. you also got to think that a lot of the uh, teams are probably not going to not allow tailgating either. You're probably going to have... Yeah, that's a pretty big. I mean, that's going to piss off a lot of people too. So well, I mean, I don't, I don't know that piss them off, but it's just going to, you know, deter some people from going. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, when it gets, hopefully, if they get more data on this COVID, maybe uh, fans will start to be able to enter more if it gets better. Hopefully, for everyone's sake. I think that's insanity. The goal. Best case scenario is they're at full capacity or damn near full capacity for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That, I think, will change the dynamic. But we'll see how it goes with baseball and hockey and basketball up here coming soon. But we'll shift subjects, and we'll go to another clown update. Antonio Brown retired oh, again for the third time. Come on, I don't. Be- I won't believe it until he's filed that paperwork that you're required to file to the NFL office. I don't think there's a chance that he's retired. I don't buy it for a minute. Dude. I just think he's been frustrated because of this COVID situation that he hasn't been able to sign with the team, and he figured people would have been gobbling him up. But we saw that saga last year. We saw it going into last year, and you've seen it time and time again. Best receiver in the game if he's health or if he's on the field. Right. You know, not basically having that fiasco with Oakland. He shows up three days in in New England, scores a touchdown. Right. Lights up the Dolphins, but but still like I know being on that like not having that rapport with Brady and Brady so because he's that good of a player. I just there's no way I believe this until that paperwork's filed. I still think he comes and plays for a team this year. Somehow. Other than his mental health issues, I think the biggest problem is, you know, teams know that there's still a possibility of a suspension down the line for him, which, you know, he's ne- they never have addressed, you know, his sexual assault or his or the cases that are against him. Plus, you know, his harassment of that woman, that why he got cut from the Patriots to begin with. So we'll see if he's even when he comes back. If he's even allowed to be on the field, but the NFL should be doing that right now, not wait till he signs with the team. It just seems you like know, it, they always wait. Right? Yeah, yeah, don't, there's no need. Just they don't have. Yeah, like Nick but, said, there's no need. They don't need to do that. They don't need that press. If you're not coming back, why would they mention a player in the NFL has a suspension just for sexual? Or, it's never yeah. happened that way. No, I know. But, I'm just I mean, speaking of suspension, way. Josh Gordon's trying to make a comeback again. We'll yeah. see if that happens. Yeah, because, yeah. all weed's legal now. Yeah, so. so yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's got to be more fresh than anybody. Brown's going to play, I think. You know, at most, that suspension is going to be six games. It won't be a full year. No, I didn't think it was. I was just saying that's another, you know, factor in it. Yeah. And him working out with uh, Russell Wilson of Seattle, that'll be a hell of a little uh, combination. Antonio Brown will make any quarterback better. 
Right. Like you would make Duck Hodges look serviceable at times. <laughs> yeah, they they really missed A.B. this year. Yeah, I mean, Juju can <laughs> only do so much. Yeah. I don't think he gets suspended that long, but speaking – Speaking of suspensions because of arrest, Ed Oliver's case in May completely dropped. OWI gun charges literally pulled over with an open liquor bottle in between his legs. They're dropped because in Texas, they're misdemeanor. We've all been there. No. <laughs> Couldn't joking. afford that type of lawyer. <laughs> <that he got. laughs> Not the guy. <laughs> so that, that case has been resolved. And then earlier this this morning, late, I guess late morning, early afternoon, the Vikings agreed to a four-year contract extension with Mike Zimmer. What a good guy. move. I love good move. Mike Zimmer. Reeves quick clap. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good good job by Minnesota on that. Keeping yeah, him in the building. Right. The guy is a locker room leader, and I would probably love to play for him. He's a player's coach, too. All right. Am I wrong? No, I just, <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. It's just he trashes so many people, and it's hard to keep up. Hi, who do I trash? Yeah, right there. You can't name one because I don't trash anybody. I mean, you trash Drew Brees. It's one of the biggest highlights. Of I didn't trash show. him. <laughs> he said the Saints should move on from him. That's not trashing him. Hey, honestly, he pissed off a lot of his teammates, so uh, I'm technically not wrong there. Oh, God damn. Zimmer, will be, it'll be a tough year for him to see if that defense can do anything to get them back. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, Their losses. They're, they're taking a step back. Complete new secondary. You know, they've got Dalvin Cook. That or, you know, big-time Kirk Cousins. He's going to have to show up. You know? Speaking of the Kirk Cousins, how the fans were trolling him hard this week. That video on ESPN is fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, it's from their, their Twitter. That's I believe Minnesota. one of the funniest videos I've seen them put out. <laughs> That's fine. Let's just get into the question of the week. It's not that long of a week this week, just from the simple standpoint. Some interviews fell through. We will have Rams talk on next week and possibly Seahawks and the Patriots. Everything's... Going to be going, but we'll go in. This past week, we've been trying to post more things onto our social media pages, and we've had a lot more feedback, so we thank you for that. So let's just get into it. Yeehaw! Them about them questions a week, Traps. You have them questions, then we have them answers. It's time for the questions of the week. All right, so for the question of the week, we went in a little different direction. We didn't say rank anything. We posted a picture on to Twitter and our Facebook page. So in their primes, in their primes, you're barring injury, anything that's derailed their career, a late start, anything, you have to get rid of one of these players. You have Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Bo Jackson. You know, pretty straightforward. I know everybody's going to look at this list and they're going to leave out Bo. Bo comes in the league later after signing with Trump's uh, AFL or not AFL, um, Uf, USFL. Yeah, you know, gets drafted by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Says, Told the Bucks not to go, go screw yourself. <laughs> I will go play baseball and I'll go to the USFL. Right. And he did. Did he perform at the highest level in baseball? No, he still made the majors. He made an All Star team, but he was never that great. But we saw what he was able to do at Auburn. We saw even in the USFL, and we had a good three years in the NFL. He was a dominant, dominant back with Marcus Allen, which wasn't fair to the Raiders. And so people just kind of generate towards the other three Hall of Famers. If my vote's in this, I know we've talked about it before. I love Emmitt Smith. He's one of the greatest players of all time. You know, has a lot of these records that are not going to be touched more than likely. Right. But he's got to go here. He played against or played in front of one of the best offensive lines with a Hall of Fame receiver, with a Hall of Fame quarterback, multiple Hall of Fame defensive players that kept them on the field and allowed them just to run the ball over and over. He's got to go. Yeah, there's there's no question. In my mind, it's Emmett. You know, at each one of these players' peaks, 
he's just the worst out of the four at you know ability and and not saying he's bad. No, it's not at you're all picking bad. between four. You know, you'd take any of these guys if you if you were giving them. But you know, Bo Jackson, he's one of the best athletes ever. Emmett's or Barry Sanders, the most the elusive great, running back, of one of the time. craziest running backs I've ever seen, and. You know, Walter Payton's just the name speaks for itself. Well, he was the offense in Chicago right. for ten years. They they never had a quarterback. Their defense didn't come on until the early eighties. You knew what Chicago was going to do week in week out. You, you still, still couldn't, couldn't stop. Yeah, you still couldn't stop Sweden. Run the ball and I'll just beat you on defense. Right. Simple, simple game plan. I don't know. He's well. I'm just glad he, it was a decisive. Barry Sanders had zero votes this week. <laughs> Not a single person. Whoever voted for Walter Payton? One person did vote for Walter Payton. I want to slap. I, I don't. I don't slap. agree I with that. Question you can logic. you can make that argument, but it's a very hard one. And I don't think I'm still going to believe you. Right. I'm going to look at you like you're fucking Reeves talking about Drew Brees leaving the Saints. But uh, <laughs> Bo Jackson had 21 votes to be kicked out, and then Emmett Smith led the way with 41. I think. Reason why Bo got so many votes because, like you said, the only three years that he played, if he that guy it was had a, four seasons, but yeah, oh. he got hurt in his fourth. Right, he would have had, had a full flexor. Pitcher Pete would have had a full career. Right, oh, my right. God, it had been. He was on pace to do some great things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he still had a great career. He still right, multi sport. He's the one that ran over um, Bosworth, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, was, that was the beginning of the end of the boss. <laughs> that was the that was the <laughs> end of boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was downhill from there for him. Uh, well, you know, Sarah would take a. He's almost like the animal on the movie The Program. I don't know if you ever seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comparison. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure they compared that or uh, made that movie like in comparison to that specific player. Right asked there. him to play the part, and he yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> All right, so uh, great week. Next week, though, we are going to do give us your top three edge or not just edge rushers or off your just pass rushers, pass rushers in general. in general. So you have linebackers. We'll. We'll kind of commute everything of in all there. time so, or just now? of all of all time. We'll do Ooh, all time shit. so that way it opens it up a little more and you can't get in the debate of versus a three four a four three outside linebacker at down nose guard yeah nose guard. whatever. Just, so you can compare all that because you you can in this debate with getting after the quarterback. It doesn't matter what position you played as long as you got there. Right. So and look, now a word from our sponsor. Thank you again, Anchor, for letting us you know produce this podcast and come out with it week after week, even though most of you are probably annoyed from hearing our voices. One thing I want to get into before we get into our latest segment of Would You Rather, we did open up a new uh, program with Anchor this past week. We were asking for sponsors for the show, basically donations. You can do a monthly subscription of either a dollar a month, 50 cents a month, up to Whatever $10. your heart desires. We asked that because we did. We're trying to save up more to buy more styrofoam insulation for this office to turn it into a complete studio. We have soundproofing equipment. We have new mics. We are getting more and more updates for our thing. So anything helps and goes a long way. We've already got two sponsors on board, and we have some big things coming forward. And Reeves needs beer. And again, as always, you know, follow us on any social media. You know, like us on Facebook, uh, the Heavyweights Podcast, Twitter, the Heavyweights Pod. Follow us on there. We're trying to get more into Instagram, even though I've never personally had one, and I never will. I know Urban and Reeves have been working on that. I don't have. A I thought you did. No, he he made the art. Instagram. Oh, of course. Yeah, well, maybe we're not going to work on it as hard. Then. Yeah, don't 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 worry <laughs> about it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. All we're asking is so we can quit our jobs and we can have our own studio and do this full time. Sure. That, that, <laughs> I think we'd get more sponsors if we said we were heading that direction. 
to give us money to keep you away from the podcast. Like, subscribe <laughs> a dollar a month to make sure Reeves never comes over and gets involved. All right. Part. If one million people give us one dollar a month, we will kick Reeves off the podcast. You can't kick me off. I'm the show. All right. Let's just get into the <laughs> latest segment of Would You Rather. Oh yeah, it's that time of week again where we throw out two blind stat lines and let you pick the player you would rather start. Would you rather? Alright, so lately with the would you rather, I've been pulling it from the question of the week. I said, fuck that this week. Let's go to next week. You guys are going to draft a generational talent at pass rusher. You've got to start him. I'm not going to give you overall stats again. You're starting to do that in certain positions. It gives it the fuck away, right? Right. So I just pulled some numbers. So we're going to go sacks per game. I took their career games, career sacks, did some division and stuff. Both these players are in the Hall of Fame. Okay? So player A had a .72 sacks per game. Player B had .85. So you're talking elite level guys here. Forced fumbles. Every 5.1 games. Player A forced a fumble in his career. Player B was every seven games. Career interceptions for player A, 11. Career interceptions for player B is three. Total defensive touchdowns in their career, six for player A, two for player B. A. Yeah, I'm going to go with A, two. Is A Jason Taylor? No. Oh. That's a good guess, though. It is a very good guess. You're going to be actually super pissed now that you didn't pick player B. It's probably Reggie White's B. Player B is Reggie White. Who's that? Julius Peppers. Oh, hey, man. Julius not in the whole thing yet, but he's going Julius, in. Let's, let's not Julius Peppers is a fucking fourth, beast. Fourth all-time all in he's career stats. He's a fucking beast. Man. He is. I figured one was Reggie. I wasn't putting Bruce Smith up there because I tried crunching the numbers, and you can't. It still makes it look like Bruce Smith. Right. <laughs> I get it, man. And you can't put Lawrence Taylor in there because he played for two seasons or three seasons without sacks being recorded, which also isn't fair. Oh I still think they need to. They, they, can we, use, they have the footage, man. They need to go back and just document because the technically sacks. technically, Michael Strahan does not have the goddamn sack record. Right. I mean, it's probably Ed Tutal Jones or. Uh, Jets player. Um, or, or, Gastineau, or Gastineau. Yeah. He would have. I think he had 23 in 80, yeah, 80 or 81. that. He'd be higher up on the list, too, and he'd probably be in the Hall of Fame, which is terrible to think. I mean, granted, the Jets, from literally the time they won the Super Bowl and until Parcells got there in 96, they were a laughing stock in the league. I mean, they are again now. Yeah, yeah, they're back. They're back. Glad yeah, to see fun. they return to their true form. Especially with Woody Johnson shit going you, on. You see this time and time again with certain franchises, though. That's why Tampa Bay kind of fell on hard times The Lions have been in the shitter our entire lives. Cleveland. Yeah. Lions get generational talents at certain positions and, and they just waste them. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's no The Colts have been lucky that Robert Ursay sold it to Jim or died, thank God. Oh, because God. I, I know that sounds bad, but he was a drunk. Doesn't sound bad to me. Right on. Well, that's what we have this week. We'll probably switch it up next week. So let's get into our last segment. Like we said, short, short episode this week. Crack open that six pack, baby. This is the six pack of the week. All right, with that first question, what running back has the most rushing touchdowns in Falcons history? Ooh. Michael Turner? 
Or yes. Oh, ah! Attaboy. I was going back and forth. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Jamal Anderson. First no, it wouldn't be Jamal. Jamal wasn't there long enough. Turner was there for a while after he came over from San Diego. Yeah, he has a lot of records there. Yeah. Be like his, it was either going to be him or uh, like Tampa Bay's running back. He has 60 touchdowns. He had it in like a four-year stretch. He had 17 his first year. Yeah. He was all pro because right. he, came, he came, was a backup to LT. Right. And LT never killed the Colts. It was always the backup to either Sproles right. or yeah, Turner. Especially Sproles. Oh, Turner in the playoffs, yeah. though, and Right. 2007, they rushed for 200 yards. The Chargers had too. All right, who was the 2006 Offensive Rookie of the Year? So 2006 would have been my senior year of high school. So the first round pick that year, the first overall pick. God damn it! Because 07 was Calvin Johnson. So who the hell was the year before that? Because Reggie Bush didn't get it. Peterson was just getting to college. It's going to piss me off. Is that the year that uh, Mario Williams went number one to break a show? That would have been 05, wouldn't it? 05. That's Reggie, a minor. Yeah, yeah That's Mario Williams went number one. This, this year? Yeah. Yeah, because the number two was... Uh, God damn it. Uh, Howie, Howie Long's son went to the Rams. Chris Long, yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan. No, that was 08. Shit. Oh, man. I, I don't know. It's Vince Young. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he had that. The year after Reggie, right? No, him and Reggie is the same. Yeah, because Vince Young on the cover of Madden for right, 08. For, basically for, for being the rookie of the year. Right. All right. I should have. Mm. What receiver has the most receiving touchdowns in Giants history? In Giants history? New York Giants. <laughs> Plex was in Pittsburgh first. You got a Monty Tumor. And then I'm going to go with a Monty Tumor. Correct. Again. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Two out three, not bad so far. Who was the 1993 NFL MVP? It's pretty easy when you Brett sit there Favre. and think about it. No, Brett it's Favre. Emmett Smith. Okay. No, but Brett Favre's a Brett Favre's a more logical choice in the 90s because he had the record of three. Right, but he Peyton. was 95, 96. Okay, but nine. I mean, congrats. <laughs> right, at like three. Players dominate the 90s, so. Right. What quarterback has the most passing yards in Buccaneers history? What quarterback has the most passing yards in Buccaneers history? So, it's going to fucking probably be fucking Vinny Testaverde or Jameis, but I'm going to go with Vinny. It is Jameis. That's Jameis. Right. just did it. Uh, yeah. Vinny is second. Yeah, okay. yeah it, which is. Well, they just kept giving Vinny and Vinny more and more chances. Poor Buccaneers fans. (laughs) (laughs) Who has the most sacks in Jaguars history? Uh, Tony Baselli. Or is that the offensive lineman? Yeah, that's an offensive lineman. That was the Hall of Fame offensive lineman Mm -hmm. who got COVID and lost like 60 pounds. Did you see that? So maybe getting COVID is a good idea. Really? (laughs) Um, Wait, Watchers. It's going to piss me off, and I know it. Just say it. You had the first name right. His name is Tony, but it's Tony Brackens. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I, I could picture and, it, too, and I don't know why Baselli comes to mind, but I think that's just an offensive line. If game. Yannick Ngakwe would just stick 
stick it out and play there, he would catch him very soon, and he hasn't even played half of the games that. Well, you got to think they've only been around since '96, and they've never had a star defensive pass rusher outside of Ngakwe and probably Calais Campbell. Right. I mean, they've had a few good guys out there, but not nothing. Well, it's probably going to be Josh Allen here in a few years, to be honest. Yeah, him and didn't they get Chase on too? Or not Chase on, but um, they had a pretty good draft. They drafted another pass rusher, I thought. Yeah, sure did. (laughs) All right, we'll go over one last breaking news thing that kind of happened about an hour or two ago. We talked about the Jets being a shitty-ass franchise. The owner, Woody Johnson, who refuses to hire the right personnel time and time again, doesn't get rid of coaches or GMs fast enough, is being investigated for rumors of sexual assault and racist comments. We're going to have another 80- to 90-year-old owner that doesn't deserve to still be running things like it's 1932 Brooklyn with the natural, normal things that went on then. So The one positive out of this for possibly Jets fans is if this does come... A Steve Bonner type situation yeah. with the right type mm-hmm. owner and like the Clippers. What happened to the Clippers? Yeah. Well, like Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling, yeah. Bomber took Bomber over. Took yeah. over yeah. But, Jeff Bezos. Well, any, <laughs> at this point, they just... The Jets need some hope. And... <laughs> This would be a nice moving. That would be a real good start to get him out of there. But I mean, the way it is, he'd probably just pass it on to somebody in his family and get him his out brother. of there. Like, you know, so that really sucks. I, I hope it's not true. I hope you know this is all made up. But because I don't like to see you know NFL owners sitting there being you know the shitty James Bond villain. But. We'll see how this plays out for them moving forward. Right on. Well, thanks for enjoying us for another week. For some reason, you guys keep listening. We appreciate it. Like we said, you know, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We have the sponsor update. So Give check us, out the link below. Give us a dollar a piece, a million of you to get rid of Reeves. <laughs> Any That's donation of month helps. <laughs> but we can't thank you enough. Next week, we'll have on some Ram stock, and we'll start getting into, hopefully here, predictions for the season in less than three weeks. So. Stay safe this week and keep up your normal routine, but we'll see you guys all back next Tuesday.